get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker. Great to have you with us on 101 ESPN. And we go to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. And one of our favorites is the former Cardinal outfielder, former Pirate All-Star and a major league coach for multiple teams, the one and only Andy Van Slyke. Slick, how are you doing this morning? Well, good morning, Randy. Who are you with over there this today? Is, uh, Michelle Smallman is here. Oh, Michelle, yes. I, good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Andy. How are you doing? I'm doing better than I deserve. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, first of all, hey, and if I, if I, another thing, Randy, if I'm one of your favorites, how come I'm only on once a year with you? I mean, you call me when you got nobody else to call. Is that what the deal is? This is not the deal. Actually, I wanted to do something <laughs> regularly with you during the season once we got going. Hey, I, I got to ask a question because I had forgotten this. I was out with uh, Rick Horton playing golf a couple of weeks ago, and he reminded me of 1997 spring training, how you were going to be in the Cardinal outfield. And I, I had forgotten that. Can you take us through that, how that that happened and then kind of fell apart for you? Oh, gosh. You're going to, you know, you open up old wounds here, dude. Um, because you were, you were yeah, really was, good, and, and you had worked hard to get back into shape. That's, that's I Yeah, I had worked for ESPN the previous baseball season, and, um, you know, after playing as long as I did and never really giving my my body a chance to really, truly heal in the offseason, here's another thing people understand, <laughs> is, you know, if you're an everyday player, and, you know, you played, you know, I played 12 seasons on AstroTurf up to that point. You know, my body was really beat up at, at 35 years old. So uh, I, I I stopped playing and, you know, about the three, four months after I stopped playing. And then once the season started and I was working for ESPN, I just had that drive and it wasn't gone yet. So when I was working for ESPN, I kept working out and I started feeling better and better and better. And put on some weight for the first time, really got in the weight room because, as you know, Randy, back in the 80s, early 90s, weights were not part of baseball, mm-hmm. but it had become it had come to fruition where lifting weights and getting stronger and bigger was, was, was the new way baseball was going. So I, I went along with that program and gained about 15 pounds of muscle and came into spring training and, and felt great. And actually, um, to be honest with you, I was the best player in camp that spring. I hit uh, 525 that spring and really was, uh, I think, on my way to uh, making the team. But at, at the last couple of weeks, I had pulled a calf muscle, and that really slowed me down uh, to, uh, to to be able to make the team. And they were going to send me back to AAA, and and I was just had a new baby on the way in April, and I wasn't going to go back to AAA. Do you regret that that's the way it ended for you, or have you come to you had a great career? Or have have you come to grips with the way you left the game as a player? Well, there's two there's two things that I shouldn't say regret. I wish that regret's a really bad word to use yeah, when, you, when you play as long as you know anybody who regrets anything that happened during a career. It doesn't. I think that has the wrong 
perspective or the wrong prism they're looking through the lens with. There's two things I wish were different. I wish I had started my career and finished my career with St. Louis, but obviously that didn't happen. I got traded to Pittsburgh. But I wanted to end my career in St. Louis, and I wanted to have an opportunity because I lived here. Uh, I put my roots down here to, to be able to finish my career sleeping in my bed and driving to work as, as a cardinal. That would have been the best way to go out, but it didn't happen. Andy, let's fast forward to today. Life's been difficult for all of us without baseball, but uh, reading the report, seeing the proposal that Major League Baseball has presented to the players and the Players Association, what do you make of the proposal that the owners had set forth and um, all of the health restrictions and protocol that they've put <laughs> into place for the players? Uh, ridiculous. <laughs> it's about the first word that comes to mind. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's like, you know, asking players not to spit is I can ask them not to make a crotch adjustment during the baseball game. It's just it's just part of what happens when a baseball player is in competition. Right? I mean, there's so many of these things that are you cannot avoid. I mean, you're gonna you're you're gonna come in contact all the time with base, when you're when you're in a team environment, you know, and then to ask coaches and managers to wear you know masks in the dugout. I mean. Some of these things are just eyewash, and the reality is that that's, in my opinion, that's not going to make any difference at all when it, when it comes to the safety protocols that they're looking for. It's just you can't. There's no way that that, that can happen. And you know, it's just the whole this whole idea of, of thinking that um, is ridiculous. I mean, you can actually you, you two can get on a plane today. And think about this. You can get on a plane today and put 200 people on that plane sitting eight inches away from somebody. But we can't put people in, in the stands outside on a, on, a, on a warm day in June. When the, when the, when the whole idea of this, this virus be, doesn't spread in warm climates outside, it, nothing makes sense to me. Andy Van Slake is with us. Either totally, totally open it up. Or don't put restrictions on what we're trying to do because it's just not going to it's not going to work. And Slick, I, I was wondering if what the owners was, were trying to do here was basically to negotiate a waiver on the part of the players, throw all this stuff out there, and say so that if a player does contract the coronavirus, they can say, "Hey, mm-hmm. this is the deal we made, and all of this stuff was laid out for you." That's right. I think it's what they're trying to do. Is have it both ways. They they want to open up and they want to protect themselves at the, at the same time. And here's the thing, Randy, you can't protect yourself from the dangers of this world. I mean, there's no guarantee that when you take off on a plane that the, the plane is going to land safe. I mean, you know, it's a dangerous world we live in. And if, if it's if you think the dangers are so great that uh, your life is in jeopardy just because you might. Can, you know, get this virus, then don't go in that environment. That's my opinion. You know, don't don't put yourself in that environment. I mean, I think what Major League Baseball was doing was was trying to protect themselves and get the season started at the same time. It's and that's not going to work. You got to say, listen, this is this is what's going to happen. Players, you know what the risks are. If you don't want to play, don't come and play. But we're going to open up the season. Andy, the other aspect of this that seems to be a point of contention is obviously the revenue split. What was your reaction when you saw that the owners presented a 50-50 revenue share? Well, my, my perspective out of the game is I think it's it's a good idea. If I was playing, I would think it's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, you know, to be honest with you, you know, we're always looking, you know, at our own pockets, you know, first, and and the good of uh, the health of the financial part is, of the game is second. But look, it, it's it's such a unique um, situation that I think players are going to have to swallow their pride a little bit. And look, it's you know, two dollars in your pocket is better than than no no dollars in your pocket. So get back to playing. Take the money that is proposed and move on. Because next year, I think we'll, we'll be able to say that uh, at least we tried to do the right thing, and we got this—we got some kind of season um, for the fans and for ourselves to, to move forward with. Hey, Andy, I want to ask you about the Cardinals and specifically about Dylan Carlson. He's played 18 games at AAA. He's really young. You were 22 when the Cardinals called you up, and you only played 54 mm-hmm. games at the AAA level. And you've worked with a lot of young players as a coach. Tell us about mm-hmm. the adjustment. Every player is different, obviously, but the adjustment when you haven't played much AAA, making it to the major leagues. Well, I think it's 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 not a physical adjustment more than it is, um, you know, the mental aspect. And um, <clears throat> there, the, I think, Randy, the, the, the chasm between AAA and the big leagues is is greater than it's ever been. You know, when I, when I was first coming up, you know, back, you can remember when, you know, the, the, the difference between AAA and the big leagues wasn't that great. But I think today, because we push players so fast through the system that all the great talent, even if it's inexperienced, even though we, we uh, uh, allow young players to make mistakes at the big league level, um, the difference between all the talent in baseball is all, all at the top of the game now. And I think it used to be spread out a little bit more in AAA. So he's going to be playing against competition uh, at a level that he hasn't seen before. So if he fails a little bit, if he doesn't play up to the expectations, I think when the guy got has the talent that he has, he'll catch up over time. You know, it, it may take a month, it may take five months, it may take a season or two. But when you have the talent he has, he should be a big league baseball player. And like we saw with you, you just have to play, right? You get, you need to get reps. You if, have if, to play. Yeah, if you're sitting, you aren't going to get any better. No, I mean you can you can practice you know the tango all you want, but you have to give you have to go out there on stage and dance to it to find out if you're ready or not. Well, I, I hope we play, and uh, once we get rolling here, be, and you're willing to wake up and come on with us, so we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll have you as a regular. <laughs> So, if you get some kind of government fund, and you get, then you guys can pay me. How's that? <laughs> Sounds good, Andy. It's great to you're hear small, your voice. You're a small business. You're a small business guy, so you'll figure it out. Oh yeah, we'll we'll find a way. Absolutely. Uh, hey, all uh, right. Say hi to Lori and the boys, and uh, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you. See you later. That is Andy Van Slyke with us on 101 ESPN. I was uh, a very young broadcaster. I was. When he came up, I was 21. He came up to the majors at 22. And the Cardinals made the Keith Hernandez trade to bring him up to the majors. And I went over to what is now the ballpark Hilton. It was then the the Marriott at the ballpark. And Andy's first interview as a major leaguer was with me. We we visited on the patio over at the the ballpark Hilton. And uh, that was how we met. Very first time. That is amazing. And do you remember any of the things you asked him? Just we we talked actually about that how little time he had had to be in AAA, 
and the pressure of replacing Keith Hernandez in a lineup. The team had won wow. the World Series the year before, and he's supposed to be the next Keith Hernandez. Plug him in as your left-handed hitting uh, number three hitter. And we, we talked about that, but Andy's always been like that. He's a really smart guy and pays attention and obviously had a fantastic major league career. So we, I've known Andy now for 37 years. 37. Yeah, and no pressure. Just replace Keith Hernandez. No yeah. big deal. Yeah, June 16th of... 1983. Wow. Gosh, Megamind, you remember everything. Well, the trade deadline used to be on June 15th. Okay, there you go. Good call. Good call. <laughs>